We're introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. What this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns anywhere in Canada. In other words, we're capping the market for handguns. So this is how liberty dies. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. But, Again, but would, some... you, would you prosecute people? Do you support the government buying them back? And if not, potentially people could go to jail if they don't want to sell them back. Yes or no? Again, we should have a law that bans these weapons, and we should have a reasonable period in which people can turn in these weapons. Uh, right now, we have a nation that allows, in streets and communities like mine, these weapons that should not exist. Mm -hmm. It is heart-wrenching what, what uh, we're experiencing. This is an epidemic, the gun violence that we're seeing uh, ac across, uh, across the country. And we have to do something, and we have to, we have to continue uh, to make efforts uh, to act, to protect our kids, to protect uh, people going to the grocery store. The president has made this one of his priorities from the first day that he walked in uh, into, this, in, in, into this administration. And now he's calling on Congress to act. Uh, you understand? Understand uh, that your leadership has taken on a critical role in this global stage. It really has. Uh, Galvanizing action on climate change, a global effort to confront violence, and extremism, and online like happened at Christchurch. Uh, call and uh, you know, uh, and we want to be. I want to work with you on that effort, uh, and I want to talk to you about what those conversations are like if you're willing. So we had a buyback scheme, you know, people had legitimately and legally gone out and purchased these weapons and we'd changed the laws. So in fairness, we said, well, we will buy them back and then we will destroy them. So the best way to fight uh, law enforcement isn't through discussion. It's by making it, it you sure you want to do this because it's not going to be easy for you to pull your crap. And that's what America has demonstrated historically and what we're demonstrating now. I mean, how many guns do we have in this country? It's wonderful. The more oh, the yeah. merrier. Yeah, yeah. And I think some smart Republican is going to pass a law uh, like we had before the, in the colonial period to have gun ownership be a mandate using the same kind of principles of Obamacare. If you don't own a gun, you could pay a fine, but everyone in this state or country or, or sorry, county has to be armed. So the same reasons you're not for socialized medicine is why you should be against socialized uh, private security or personal security. Uh, whenever you have a government monopoly on any service, whether it's education, whether it's healthcare, whether it's security, you're going to have no accountability, you're going to have mass death, and you're going to have enormous inefficiencies and costs. And they're also going to be a huge incentive for that organization to make sure the problem perpetuates because that's where their budgets increase. It is June 1st, 2022. Welcome to the Daily Raw. If you are one of our Facebook podcast listeners, Facebook is getting rid of the podcast playability on their app June 3rd. So go listen to us on Spotify. Uh, we have the video version of the podcast now on Spotify as well. So we're in that same ballpark with Joe Rogan having our video on Spotify. So check it out there. Now, the link tree is always in the description. You can see all of Rob's socials on there including his newest article on Real Clear Markets, which was hailed as genius by some people. So without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. Gee, Stu, 
you know how bashful I am when you call me a genius and everything. I just, you know, I just start to blush because I'm so modest. Stu, did you hear that Nancy Pelosi is blaming Vladimir Putin for her husband's arrest on drunk driving? She said it was a Russian, it's Russian ops. I did not hear that. That's hilarious, though. <laughs> just kidding. But okay. I'm, surprised, I'm surprised she hadn't done that. It was Russian vodka that got him drunk. Uh, yeah, there you go, Stu. A uh, little more interesting stuff that's come out. One of the neighbors who owns a vineyard who nearby, who probably it really does work the vineyard, talked about what elitist snobs they are and how um, nobody likes them. Um, it's okay, Stu. A lot of people don't like me. But add that to the fact that they're constantly blocking the roads around the vineyard because they're special, uh, such that other people have to go around them. They can't get in their gates. And they always are traveling in these black SUVs with darkened windows. Stu, why do they need darkened windows? Um, anyway, Stu, um, I just thought all that was interesting. Um, and apparently, Paul had been to a concert or something with Snoop Dogg. Have you heard that? I don't think the way I read it, he wasn't going to see Snoop Dogg. He was like chilling with Snoop Dogg. That's cool. I mean, <laughs> for an, what, 87-year-old guy? That's kind of interesting. 82, 82. 82, okay, my bad. Yeah. Um, anyway, Stu, did you hear some news about all this today? I think you did, didn't you? Yes. So it's being reported by the Daily Mail that. Um, Isn't it interesting how the UK reports on stuff, but none of the American press does? Yeah. Uh, when Paul Pelosi was 16, uh, he flipped his sports car and killed his older brother, who was the passenger. Uh, according to reports at the time, um, David Pelosi had urged him to slow down as he approached a tight curve on the California skyline highway uh, he loses control and the car bounces and somersaults and lands upside down trapping both uh paul broke his collarbone during this but uh david was strangled by uh by the brace he wore uh to support a neck fracture he had sustained in a diving accident sometime earlier mm. but um just kind of interesting to see and just as we've learned a little bit more about this, um, uh, Jesus Lopez was not charged uh, at all during the arrest of Paul Pelosi. But, you know, it goes to show that Paul Pelosi might not have had or still doesn't have good reasoning and good self-control when it comes to, you know, driving a vehicle that weighs thousands of pounds and realizing that he could hurt people. Didn't have very good self-control in picking himself a wife, I'll tell you that. Not passing judgment. I'm, we're just telling the facts, right, Stu? Yeah. Um, Stu, let's talk a little bit more about this gun grabbing. I mean, you see the way the left pounces on a, on a tragedy, and there's nothing they say that makes any sense whatsoever. They're trying to divide people and just prey on their emotions. How does taking away the right for people to defend themselves help anybody? It only helps the criminal element. 
And, and we've seen what they've done with the explosion in crime all around the United States, all these blue cities. Uh, I mean, crime is exploding after what they did in the George Floyd uh, reaction and the way they let criminals own the streets uh, and they defunded the police. Um, and if you are a policeman, after the way you were treated for so long, why would you want to be a policeman? I mean, um, anyway, Stu, so, so why would we trust these people to protect us? Uh, why would you trust the government to protect you? Uh, few people know this, Stu, but there was a legal case, the Castle Rock case. It's a town in Colorado, and uh, the Supreme Court ruled that the government has no duty to protect citizens' lives. Police don't have to do that, Stu. So you're going to rely on these people to protect you instead of just protecting yourself. Um, these people who don't give a shit about you, um, who are 20 minutes away, you're just going to sit there while somebody shoots everybody. It is absurd. Um, and they're now, I mean, let's look what they, how they jump on, a, on something. Look how they reacted with COVID and the deprivation of, of liberties, locking people in their homes, shutting down businesses. Um, climate change. You know, they use this false narrative that the world's going to burn up or it's going to freeze to death or we're going to wash away in a flood, whatever suits their narrative to scare the shit out of everybody. They scare the shit out of everybody with COVID. Now they want to scare the shit out of everybody with guns. 20 kids died. It's tragic, but that's 20 kids out of 330 million people. And you're going to take guns away from 330 million people so that they can't protect themselves. So they can only rely on the state, the partisan state, the same people who run the FBI and the DOJ, uh, who choose who they want to prosecute and who they don't based on whether or not they support the party. Some, da some dangerous stuff, Stu. And the facts they throw out there are, ri are ridiculous as well. Supposedly now a nine millimeter handgun is bad. Well, Stu, I have a handgun like that. And if I had a hunting rifle, as they say, it takes a long time to swing that thing around. But a handgun, you can just pull out. They talk about clips. Why would you want as many clips as you have? Why would you want a huge capacity? Because few of us are great shots like Dirty Harry. Um, you might want to fire tw 20 or 30 times at the perp who's breaking in your house. Or mm. there might be three or four of them. Why shouldn't you have the right to do that? Nine millimeter pistols are the number one pick for women when it comes to gun self-defense. Yeah, and why shouldn't you be able to pick whatever the hell you want? And let's um, not forget that Joe Biden was the one who has said multiple times, um, you know, just have your shotgun and aim it at someone from your balcony if you want to protect yourself or shoot them in the leg. Shoot them in the leg. 
Teach people how to de-escalate circumstances. De-escalate. So instead of anybody coming at you and the first thing you do is shoot to kill, you shoot them in the leg. And I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts outside the house. By shotgun. By shotgun. You don't need machine gun. You don't need 30 rounds. By shotgun. Said, well, you know, it blows your lung through the body. I don't know what he's t- talking about there, Stu, but if you're shooting at some somebody, Stu, you're probably shooting at them to kill them because they are endangering your life and you want to be able to stop them. A 22 caliber bullet's not going to stop very many people. It's all about power and control, and it's scary. Um, anyway, Stu, so that's what I got to say. Uh, we really need to fight back on this one. When Congress goes back into session, I want to say to you like June 5th or June 6th, I can't imagine any federal legislation is going to do anything like ban uh, or put a freeze on pistols or put a freeze on um, AR-15 style weapons. But we can see in Canada that, you know, our favorite drama teacher dictator, Justin Trudeau, is... Oh, the guy who likes to masturbate on signs. Yeah, I remember doing a podcast about that. And wear uh, very interesting makeup multiple times. Yes. But, um, you know, they are not only putting putting this handgun freeze into effect, but it's also going to put a freeze on any kind of toy that looks like a gun. So it's like you're almost like erasing guns from like popular... Uh, consciousness, which I think is super weird. And we know Canada doesn't have the same level of uh, civil liberties as we have here in the United States. And, you know, they've banned over 1,500 models of what they call assault weapons. And they do all kinds of gun restrictions. But it's also, it's, it's the frontier in certain parts of Canada. You know, what happens if a bull moose charges you? What happened if a bear charges you? I wouldn't want to be, you know, slinging around a rifle in a scenario like that. I would want to have a handgun that I know I can empty the clip. The most law-abiding people in the world probably are in Canada, and they can't protect themselves. You're bad because you abide by the law. And and so you can't even have a squirt gun to at least pretend if somebody harms you that, that... that you have something lethal to stop them with. I mean, people are crazy. They're just, their brains don't work. Well, there's a, there was a gentleman, he's passed away now. He was most likely killed by the German government. Uh, He went by the online handle, uh, Jay Stark. And he is kind of considered the patron saint of 3D printed 
weapons. And so he has essentially the the blueprints for what he calls the uh, the FGC nine, and it's about four hundred dollars uh, to make one of these, and a lot of it includes parts that you can readily get pretty easily. And for anything else, you can three uh, D print it, or you would be able to easily uh, have someone uh, manufacture the metal parts. But uh, you know for and he's been covered by various groups uh, before his death. Some people will see this and they'll think you're an extremist, maybe not an Islamic extremist, maybe not a right wing or whatever, but they will think you're some kind of gun extremist. I mean, what would you say to that? So if other people see us as extremists, that's okay. But what I can tell is we do not want harm for anyone. We want everyone to live peacefully amongst each other. And we want people to have the freedom of speech and the right to bear arms. If that's too politically extreme for you, fuck yourself. All your rights go away like that. And that's why I need to wake people up. And we need to go onto, onto the offensive because people are, are asleep on this issue. They are not realizing what's, what's at stake here. That gun control is getting stricter and stricter and governments are getting more tyrannical, more tyrannical. China's already a fucking living nightmare. We gotta go on the offensive, man. Time is running out. It's an extreme dystopia out there. Do you not understand how this principle works? To protect all other human rights, you need something to protect these rights. Without the ability to protect yourselves and without to fight against some tyrannical force, how the fuck are you gonna keep your fucking rights, man? Think about it. Mm, that's the way you see it, huh? I mean, that's what it is. Just look at the fucking world. Everything else is cowardice. I mean, to you, you do this all the time. But to me, it's, it's shocking, you know? It's been made so easily, really. I mean, now I know you're very, like, you're very good technically, mm. but with your instructions, I could learn this. Yeah, Anyone could learn this. Any average show could learn this in a matter of weeks. Components you can buy everywhere else online, and then you can make your own ammo, even in this fucking dystopia of Europe. And the gun, you can make anyway. I mean, the gun is easy to make in Europe. Yeah, I mean, just think of a world in which the... Uh, agents of the state are the only ones who have guns to do you think that does not automatically make the police corrupt they can just lean on you to do anything they want because they're the ones who are armed and you are just a def uh, defenseless serf of the state um you know and a lot of these things they they recommend to oh let's change the law from 18 to 21 well one Anybody can get a gun, okay? But why shouldn't somebody who has a who is 18 and of majority, he has a constitutional right to a gun. You just can't take away that right. Why shouldn't he be able to defend himself? Um, you know, it's a slippery slope. I mean, that slope. Everything they do is to disarm the populace, to give them more control, and to make you a slave. Well, isn't it interesting that felons... They want to give felons their ability to vote again, but they won't allow the felon to be able to protect themselves with a gun. Yeah. So you can go vote for the Democrats. They want you to do that. But and they'll advocate for that, knowing that if you if they restore your voting rights, you're going to vote for them. But they won't allow you to be able to defend yourself with a weapon because you're yeah. a felon. Yeah. And of course, they're pretty much trying to do away with elections to begin with. And once they tell you, you, ca you can't arm yourself, <laughs> free elections go by the wayside. 
still, I grew up with some good old boys, some great guys. They're all smarter than anybody in, in Washington. And on Facebook this morning, a buddy of mine I grew up with, he was a year older than I am. His family lived a few miles down the road, and uh, he's a retired fireman. Um, but he wrote this on Facebook. What if, question mark, dot, 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 what if the shooting in Texas was a targeted hit, question mark? What if the others were collateral damage, question mark? Would a cartel worry about collateral damage, question mark? What if a teacher were paid money to leave a door open, question mark? What if an 18-year-old cross-dresser was brainwashed? question mark could it happen question mark does hypnosis work question mark and again how does an 18 year old unemployed fast food worker afford two daniel defense rifles and almost 500 rounds of ammo dot 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 question mark um supposedly he got those rifles last week yet daniel defense rifles are about 1700 to 2500 dollars each what if we were lied to, question mark? Would our own government lie to us, question mark? Do the alphabet agencies, in quotes, lie? And do things and do things under the table to achieve a goal? What if? Hmm. And uh, he brings up some good points there. How deceitful, now I'm not a conspiracy theorist like you are, Steph. <laughs> I'm a little more nuanced maybe, but would our government do something evil? Question mark, dot, 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 question mark. What do they do in Fast and Furious? Yeah. They ran guns so that those guns would kill Americans so that they could have gun control. Two, let's look at CDC and Anthony Fauci, all right? They deliberately, deliberately shut down the uh, prophylactics that were proven to stop COVID. And that led to 500,000 deaths, okay? More than that, and this is all in Robert Kennedy's book. There were like 60 peer-reviewed studies real quickly that came out the shoot that said hydroxychloroquine works amazingly well. You got 60 peer-reviewed stuff. The CDC says, well, we're going to do our own study. They did one still, and they del deliberately tainted the study by giving the hydroxychloroquine later in the sickness, which doesn't work. You have to do it in the first five days or so. And they like tripled the doses uh -huh. and they killed children in this test. And they knew they were killing children, Stu. They knew that these tests would kill children. And they did that such that um, he could ban hydroxychloroquine such that uh, it wouldn't interfere with vaccinating the whole world because if you have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin working, what do you need a, a vaccine for? So is our government evil enough to kind of be involved in, in, in something like this? That's the question, okay? That's all well, I'm saying. And it's, oh, wait, oh, yes. Wait. And 
And don't forget Michigan, what they did there. They got the FBI got a hold of some sick guys, mentally disturbed guys, and talked them into some sort of coup against the government. So let's just look at the cartel relationship. Oasis Outback, which is where Ramos bought the rifles, has actually been linked to a case involving the Mexican cartels because they were se- they were selling like 10,000 rounds of ammunition to this smuggler uh, who was getting them for the cartel. So it's there's already a link there. So they they knew they were they were providing arms to the cartel. Yeah, and yeah, no question. Yeah, yeah. illegally. Period. That's fact. Period. Yeah. Um, and that is a border town. I mean, that is legitimately a border. You can look at uh, stories from a month ago. Like that's always a good thing to do. Is whenever something is happening, you know, go back a month in the news to see what has been going on there. You know. <laughs> I mean, time does exist. And so a month ago, the mayor of Uvalde was worried about uh, what happens when uh, Title 42 expires. And so that was a thing as well. I mean, before he had a, was thrown into the national spotlight, you know, he was concerned that his town was going to be majorly impacted and going to be essentially a powder keg. That's how he described it once Title 42 ended. Yeah, and uh, so could they have picked this boy uh, because um, he was known, um, you know, he posted stuff on social media about killing people. He had the, it came out today. Bag of cats. The cats, yeah. (laughs) I mean, and everybody knew about it. Known known psycho. Right. Shooting people with the... A, a, a BB gun, torturing Bag. animals. I think he wore a dress to school a few times too, right? My understanding is all the trans stuff concerning him is not real. And the person who was featured in those pictures has stepped forward and said, that's me. I'm not. So. Right. I understand that trans, all all that's real. But I did hear that he wore a dress to school once or twice or something. No. You know, who knows? But. There's enough already there that the guy's really demented and sick. Mm-hmm. So do you go, okay, well, let's use this guy. How does he get the guns? How does he get the ammo? How does he do it so qu- quickly? Anyway, Stu, there are a lot of unanswered questions. And they're going to stay unanswered like the Las Vegas shooter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't it sick that we have to think that our own government might be involved in something like this? And there's plenty of evidence to suggest that's not an unreal, unrealistic conspiracy theorist. Yeah. All right, Stu, the Sussman case, real quickly, uh, you know, he apparently lied to the FBI about working for the Clintons, um, and he planted evidence with the FBI, blah, blah, blah. Durham prosecuted him shows you what a swamp there is in Washington on his jury. There were three Clinton donors, donors, and the case is about Clinton. There was one AOC donor. There was a woman's daughter who was on a crew team with Sussman's daughter. Notice, Stu, that the woman did, didn't have a daughter who worked at McDonald's uh, with Sussman's daughter. They were on the crew team together. Um, 
I think the judge at one time worked with worked with uh, Sussman. Um, his wife is the counsel to Lisa Page again, um, someone who is who is um, who is involved in this case, working for the uh, for the FBI, spreading the theory, the false theory. Um, during all this case, through discovery, Durham learned more facts, but he could not uh, amend the indictment. Judge wouldn't allow him to to do that. Um, what else? Um, the judge um, chastised the prosecution for including embarrassing facts to the Democrats in the pleadings. Still, they ought to try all these cases in Oklahoma somewhere. Um, another thing going on in the news to monkeypox. I don't even know what monkeypox is. I haven't paid any attention to it. I didn't pay much attention to being scared of COVID, but it was confirmed that uh, Fauci, again, funded research uh, shortly before the disease started to spread. And it appears to me from what I've read, the research was in Wuhan again. Um, so, hey, let's kind of get another pandemic started and we can come up with another vaccine and we can find another reason to shut the country down and to control everything and make you a slave of the state. Still in Los Angeles, you got another freak running for mayor Gina Viola, and she pledges to eliminate the police, you know, not rethink the police, reevaluate and all these kind of buzz lines, but eliminate the police. Um, and she calls the leader, Rick Caruso, of uh, the mayoral race, a white supremacist. Policing is white su supremacy, too. Um, in another publication today, owning property is white supremacy. Finally, Stu, the Supreme Court is now, you know, asking the clerks to hand over their cell phone data. Uh, Stu, I still think something ain't right because this is what a month old on the Roe v. Wade case. There are 36 clerks. How long does it take? Stu, if I'm running the show, I'm getting them all in a room and I'm making them sign a pledge under um, uh, under the provisions of perjury. Uh, and I'm going to state the statute and I'm going to state what the penalty is. And if you perjure yourself, you've committed perjury and make those little twits sign things and get well, to the bottom of things. It's such dinosaur thinking, too where it's just like, you're gonna expect your group of younger clerks to not know how to have a burner phone or not know how to hide their electronic uh, kind of dealings in certain ways. I yeah, mean, yeah. one of the, I think- You would think they'd be that smart, but oftentimes the left is not that smart. But. It's true. But I think it was Will Chamberlain pointed out that the one of the clerks who is known for her very staunch uh, pro-choice leanings is married to a Washington Post journalist who had worked extensively 
with the young with the guy who broke the story. Yeah, didn't we report this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, a few different theories that were floating out there. Yeah, yeah. You ought to be able to zero in on this stuff and find out quickly. OK. Yeah. Something's going on. Um, and it might just be, Stu, that they're dinosaurs at the Supreme Court. You know, they're academics, mostly. They haven't had any real experience in courtroom stuff. But, um, you know, the, the next day for NASCAR, the FBI was there to investigate for Bubba Wallace. Oh, yeah. For a, for a rope that pulled up a garage door. Yeah. Uh, but but not but not for the highest court in the land. Yeah, yeah. All right. So so getting back to conspiracies, maybe they can't find find anything, and maybe so. To my ear, leaked it. And my question was: Does Judge Jackson Brown, or is it Brown Jack Jackson Brown? No, Jackson Brown was a band. Brown Jackson, KBJ. Brown Jackson. Did she, once she was confirmed, did she all of a sudden have access to all this? Was it a justice? That's what I got to say, Stu. A lot of unanswered questions, and it's sad that we can't trust our government any more than we do, which is why we should all be armed. By the way, Stu, today I heard some numb nut uh, on the radio uh, congressman who said there are more guns in the united states than there are people good that was his argument right i'm like yeah that's good but i mean just it's this emotive argument that that leads nowhere and makes no sense yeah i mean this is the same group of people that was so happy that ukrainians were getting guns right that we were sending guns to ukraine but they don't understand why we would ever want to have guns. Yeah. And of course, they're protected by the state. Yeah. Yeah. People with bodyguard. Uh, I mean, Nina Jenkowitz, she had requested bodyguards uh, that first weekend after she said that the news is out there. I'm in charge of this. I mean, that's how quickly they request these things. Somebody was mean to her. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Meanwhile, someone like, was it Dana Lash, who had a crazy person try to break into her house because, you know, the, the media had convinced him that she was a threat to America for being a pro-gun person. Well, how about the Supreme Court justices who, no, no federal marshals protecting them? Yeah. Yeah. And so if you want to kill people, I mean, an 18 year old six foot guy can walk into a kindergarten with a baseball bat and kill everybody in the class. You can use fertilizer. You can use multi cocktails. There's all kinds of projectiles. It's just, if you're a nutcase, you don't even have to have a gun to do what this kid did. I mean, I, I, you know, we're running out of time, but one of the things I had mentioned to a friend was that, if you look at some of the terrorist attacks in the Middle East, they're using drones that they bought from China that are just like drones that you would play with as like a sport almost and putting explosives on those and using those to attack like embassies. And, yeah. You know, and eight, yeah. And 18, I mean, I know of a boy who was about nine or 10 years old. He had a drone and he was a smart kid. He could have done that, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm waiting for the first U.S. drone attack to happen. Yeah. So. 
but no one will be armed Stu, to shoot it down. Okay, Stu so. doesn't need a gun, folks, because he's got lethal weapons. Yes, fact. <laughs> okay, I'll catch All right. you. See y'all. Bye. Bye. I have two shotguns in my home. They're locked in a safe. There's a metal gun case. We live in an area that's wooded, somewhat secluded. And I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts outside the house. Buy shotgun. Buy shotgun.